All right. Hey, Luke. Oh, hi, Kyle. We're back for another afterthoughts section of, well, that fucked me up. Is that what we're doing here? Yeah. I'm your host, Kyle. Oh, and I'm your other host, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think we could just, we're just going to find that funny for the rest of our lives, just simply introducing ourselves to the people who listen to our podcast. Um, What's this, the afterthoughts, which episode's this, Kyle? This is Amanda's episode. Right, and wow, goodness gracious me. Now, just a quick recap, if you've just listened to Amanda's story. That is why you should never try and get revenge on anyone by committing a crime. Uh, Because in Amanda's case, albeit she was very, very badly mistreated. um, And for that, we, you know, send out our heartfelt sincerities and but then being convinced by her friend that they should rob the guy. I mean, I keep saying this in our podcast. It's like a fucking movie. But that's good. Yeah. That means our episodes are really compelling. But that was like a fucking movie. And they yeah. employed some dudes. And they were going to go in. And they were going to get him in a compromised position. And the dudes were going to go in. And then we're going to rob this guy. And that whole plan went to total shit. Yeah. You know, as, as you know, it's very easy for us to look at as someone who's dabbled in crime from a younger age to really see the person as the criminal and rather like the whole story. Yeah, you know, there it's you know if she had this like wonderful white picket fence upbringing, I mean. You don't really know how it would lead her path, but I don't think she would have been in that position. No, of course, absolutely, of course not. And I'm not like, I'm not, you know, excusing it, but, you know, we all make mistakes and it's very hard once you get that brand on you Mm. of of a criminal or a felon to have any other opportunity to make something of your life. Totally. But it's also, I think when you are in, when you are taking drugs, when you're an addicted people who can lead you astray, it's, there's obviously more opportunity for you. I think to get yourself into predicaments and trouble. And again, that comes with, from her side of things comes with a huge lack of self-belief, huge lack of self-worth, not believing in herself, things that were inherently programmed into her from her upbringing. Isn't it extraordinary the things that mold us and make us and shape us? Um, It's just an extraordinary thing. But what's even more extraordinary is she went through that year in prison and then, you know, a couple of slip-ups here and there. And then she's like, you know what? I'm going to fucking sort my fucking shit out. And I feel like we all have to come to that moment where we're just like, I can't keep doing this. Well, I think, Kyle, some people don't come to that moment and they die. Especially where crime and drugs and addiction and mental health are concerned, where it be it overdoses, be it suicides... Um, you know, you know, we're, we're the lucky ones and 
Yeah. We're the lucky ones. And, and most of the people that come on our show are people who have been through something and they've come out the other side. That's literally what our podcast is about. So we're very lucky in that we're meeting all these inspiring people. But some of these stories, Amanda's included, are just like you're down and then you're down and then you're down and then you're down further. And then, nope, that's not it. You're down even further than that. Yeah. And it's extraordinary that it takes that because it is a monumental effort to pick yourself up and turn that shit around. A hundred percent. You know, we, we sometimes will see people who society has said, well, they're, they're not where they should be at their age or they're not, they don't have the, the shit that you're supposed to acquire at that age. Yeah. We don't know how long it took them to like drag. Totally. Yeah. Uh, that's a really good point, Carl, because I think one of the first things that I learned in order to kind of, it, it's that whole thing about not holding yourself up to other people. Yeah. That goes, that goes, like firstly, that's completely fruitless because, because outward, um, how people present themselves outwardly is often never the, the same as how they are internally and how they're feeling. Someone can look like they have it all, but be suicidal on the inside. Someone can look like they have nothing, but be over the fricking moon with the simplicity. Uh, I, I feel like that happened to me a little bit. I shed so many, so many things in my life over the last few years. And I live in a much more simple way and I've never been happier for it. You it know? is. Yeah, I can definitely see that because I watched you kind of morph into this this man that I have a deep admiration and respect for. Oh, Kyle, you're so lovely. Same here, by the way. Especially your <laughs> especially your hair today. It's 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 winning. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm just going to shower. But I think um, having just said like it takes a monumental effort. I don't want our guests to. to uh, I don't want our listeners to get freaked out because. I would encourage anyone who's going through some stuff who thinks that they're too deep or too far gone or too at their rock bottom. Like we have seen it all. We've seen it from people that have been through the absolute like bottom of bottoms, like the most harrowing and the most crazy and the most depressing or the most traumatic events. And they've got there, they've come out and it, it doesn't happen overnight, but it does start with um, a belief and a day, yeah. and a two days, and a week, and two weeks, and a month. And then it, it begins. And as soon as you get some hope under your belt, as soon as you get some positive feeling and some hope under your belt, you can start to piece things together. You can start to put one step in front of the next. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, like, my own journey, like, those, those early days in sobriety where you're like, I just have to make it to lunch. Yeah. I just have to make it to dinner. Yeah. I just have to go to sleep. Yeah. And then you just do that. And then you kind of look back and like, oh, shit, I got 30 days of not drinking and using drugs. Yeah. Well, dude, that's a really good point. And also, I mean, I was at a point once where I was suffering so badly from depression and anxiety that the first thing that would happen every morning when I opened my eyes would I'd have a, was I would have a panic attack. Yeah. Like every fucking day. Like an actual panic, panic attack. I'd break out in sweats. I'd start shaking the minute I opened my eyes because I was so fucking terrified of the day ahead of me and how I was supposed to navigate my way through a single day, let alone life. Isn't that crazy? 
But like we're doing good because we've got each other and we're doing good because we've got surrounded ourselves with the right people and jettisoned the people that didn't not didn't serve us or didn't serve me individually, but just toxic and fake. And yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I was, it's good to do spring cleaning on people that, well, we did it. Another episode in the bag. Um, and I, uh, this is, I'm actually traveling to England today, Kyle. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, uh, jumping on a plane and, uh, going to be in the UK for a week. I was joking because all American people think that when you go to England, it means you're flying onto the set of Love Actually to hang out with Hugh Grant, Colin Firth and the Queen. Cause that's what England is. How is the queen these days? Yeah, she's great. I'll send her. Actually, interestingly, she's just in the newspaper, in the newspapers. What am I calling you from the 1990s? <laughs> she's, she's just on the news today. She's um, cancelled her engagements for the next week. And she last week, she was seen for the first time using a walking stick for an aide. But I think that's what happens when you reach 127 years old. Yeah. She, she was there when they installed the prime minister, right? Uh, I don't. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's been there since just after Adam and Eve. <laughs> Adam, Eve, the Queen, I think is what happened. <laughs> I did a report on good old Maggie Thatcher. Ooh, the Iron Lady. Yeah. Yeah, the Crown season four. Yeah, yeah I did. I was like in high school and they're like, she was big in the unions. Oh, huge. I mean, they were fucking hated her when she came in and then suddenly she you know she was absolutely for the working class and the unions and making sure that england and the uk was you know the center of the world and number one came first i mean it's almost like you've heard all of that stuff before with a certain ex-president of the united states of america but you know polar polarizing in many ways margaret thatcher yeah. And an extremely strange voice and an even weirder hairstyle. But there we go. <laughs> All right. I'll see you next week. All right. Love you, brother. Love you too, man.